This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness? A healthy love of yourself and help from me in sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rock stars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hi there, and welcome to Plus Fitness with Tara, the podcast. So today is the final episode of the series, Four of Four. We covered love, soul, food, and now today we're covering rest. Let's start with this thought. Be an instigator. Defy the common belief that we need to constantly grind away, that we need to work ourselves to the bone. Find no peace but when we sleep. Get four hours of sleep because we're so busy. We're so busy. I'm going to name a name here, someone who's experienced burnout and has made it her business to re-educate the public on how we don't need to do this to have success. Ariana Huffington, founder of the Huffington Post and now CEO of Thrive Global, founded ArianaHuffington.com, A-R-I-A-A-N-N-A-H-U-F-F-I-N-G-T-O-N.com, has a book called The Sleep Revolution, and the mission of Thrive Global is to end burnout. Job burnout is a special type of work-related stress, a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and loss of personal identity. Burnout isn't a medical diagnosis. Some experts think that other conditions, such as depression, are behind burnout. Check out virtualremote.com, five stages of burnout. They talk about the honeymoon phase, the first stage. The first stage is referred to as the honeymoon phase. It is particularly relevant to new job roles or undertaking new work tasks and initiatives. At this stage, there are absolutely no signs of burnout. Instead, you are full of enthusiasm, commitment, and joy from your work. You are very productive and take on every possible task and opportunity to perform your best. You feel creative, optimistic, and full of energy. And to prove your skills, you may take more onto your shoulders than you should. Two, second stage, onset of stress. You progress to the next stage when you gradually start noticing that some days are more stressful than others. You lack time for personal needs and you start seeing your family and friends less. Your job might become the most important thing in your life. Some early signs of stress may start bothering you, manifesting as an ability to focus, headaches, anxiety, change in appetite, and even high blood pressure, to name a few. Third stage, chronic stress. Frequent experience of high stress levels brings you into the stage of chronic stress. As a result, your problem-solving skills and performance decrease further, and at this point, you start feeling you are out of control and powerless. Your efforts do not seem to yield the same productive results as before. To avoid facing the pressure of your tasks, you may procrastinate. You might not be praised or acknowledged for your achievements, which can build up a sense of incompetence and failure. Chronic stress takes a toll on your mental and physical health and further intensifies the symptoms described in stage two. You now may find yourself getting ill more frequently. Additionally, you may not seem to regulate your emotions that well anymore. Even small things may make you feel aggressive, resentful, or sad. You may deny the problems and distance yourself from colleagues and social life. In extreme cases, to escape the negative emotions, some people may even start to self-medicate with alcohol or drugs. The fourth stage, burnout. This stage is burnout itself. Not addressing the previous stage symptoms properly can result in critical exhaustion levels that will make it hard to cope with work demands. The continuous sense of failure and powerlessness eventually leads to the feeling of despair and disillusionment. You don't see a way out of the circumstances and become indifferent towards your work. 
Physical symptoms may add on and further intensify. Apart from being constantly fatigued, having ongoing digestive problems, chronic headaches, you may also experience behavioral changes. The development, the developed sense of self-doubt and pessimistic outlook on your job and life can be pronounced at this stage. So I just wanna share with you that I have gone through a small burnout uh, after my first business. Uh, things were changing economically and wasn't able to keep up and I had some investment back out. And I switched to coaching simply because I wanted to help others and learn more about it. And after a year to two years of training for that, I realized that I wanted to start a fitness club. Um, I had worked on a plan like that during my undergrad for my business degree, talked about it with a few friends, but never committed. And uh, so 2015, May 2015, we opened up and I was only in it for a few years um, before I had extreme burnout. Um, and I was almost in denial that I was even in burnout until finally all the medical tests started to come back. Um, and I had plaque buildup in my arteries and uh, I had to do something. And unfortunately I had to let go of the business as it functioned at that time. So um, what I do now is work one-on-one -on -one with people, solopreneur and create my own schedule, which is great. But um, I just wanted to share that with you and let you know that burnout can be recovered from if you give yourself enough time talk to a naturopath or your family doctor. And uh, yes, I have used supplements. I don't always recommend them for everyone, but um, they certainly helped me out. Next, we're gonna talk about this by Martha Beck from chopper.com, five principles to overcome burnout. Chill principle one, become a grazer. Since burnout often includes weight gain, many people try to eat less as stress levels climb. Yet going hungry can itself be very stressful. And feeding a body infrequently creates the alarm state that encourages fat storage. The solution, eat more. I don't mean donuts and lattes though. I mean low calorie green food that you can eat throughout the entire day. Adding food with lots of antioxidants, water, fiber, and other nutrients can calm you and help your body relax. My favorite smoothies made from fruit and leafy veggies, tastier than they sound. In addition, take daily omega-3 supplements such as fish oil. These healthy substances reduce inflammation, the physiological part of the flame that's burning you out. Chill principle number two, sleep as if your life depends on it. Some people feel superior when they work around the clock. This is like proudly pouring Tabasco sauce into your eyes. Sleep makes you smarter, better looking, more creative. It can add years to your life. It does more to improve the long-term quality of that life than money, fancy vacations, or hot sex. Not giving high priority to sleep is frankly insane. Because our culture doesn't teach this, many people feel they don't have time to sleep. There are certainly days, even weeks when this is true. But when sleep deprivation drags into months or years, we're making choices that sustain it. Because Martha Beck has been all the way to burnout too. She's become vigilant about getting enough sleep and she started when she was unemployed and in debt. She says that she exerts every ounce of her will and ingenuity to do the same and recommends you do the same. Hire someone to help with the kids, even if it means living in a smaller house. Refuse to work for bosses who expect, expect frequent all-nighters. Don't take on tasks that disallow sleep any more than you'd say yes to a job that deprives you of oxygen. For driven patients, Hanley suggests six to eight hours of sleep each night with naps as needed. For dragging patients, eight hours a night with one period of relaxation during the day, which means you sit somewhere quiet, even a restroom stall for 10 to 15 minutes. If you're losing it, you need eight hours of sleep plus two 10 to 15 minute relaxation breaks. Hitting the wall means eight to nine hours each night plus two breaks. And once you're burned out, you need eight to 10 hours of sleep plus three 15 to 30 minute naps or retreats. Ignore these minimums and your body eventually will end up lying still anyway, in your bed, a hospital, or the morgue you choose. Exercise for fun, chill principle number three. 
although no one ever tells you to exercise less, but if you're burned out, you should. Martha Beck says she find herself into chronic pain by forcing workouts when her whole body wanted to rest. Ironically, when she began exercising less, she got leaner and fitter. Some exercise helps prevent burnout, but too much at the wrong time only turns up the heat. If you're driven, aim for an hour of vigorous exercise three to five times per week. Dragging folks should limit hard exercise to one to two to three to three times a week for one hour or one to three sessions of moderate activity like light yoga. The key to gauging how much you should exercise is a mysterious thing called fun, which you may remember from your childhood. While exercising, ask yourself, is this fun? If running isn't fun, walk. If walking isn't fun, sit. If even that feels wearisome, take a nap. Your body mind fun barometer is sophisticated and accurate. Use it. Show principle number four. Unplug heaters, plug in coolers. Make a list of all the people with whom you irregularly interact. Next, list environments you inhabit, your office, your car, rooms, and your home. Finally, list your usual activities from relaxation to laundry to office meetings. Now imagine each item separately while noticing how your body reacts. Tension, jaw clenching, or churning are signs you're plugged into a heater. Muscle relaxation, spontaneous smiles, and sighs of relief show you're chilling. You may not be able to eliminate the heaters from your life, but you can and must unplug from them every few hours and plug into coolers instead. Detach from your sick child even for a few minutes to call a healthy friend. Stop doing paperwork and read a novel for 20 minutes. Leave all technology and reconnect with nature, petting puppies, walking in the park, whenever possible. Show principle number five, practice peace. Martha Beck says she loves watching TV cooking contests where grown adults go into full-scale hysterics over things like bowl of pasta. Since she's not a foodie, she finds it hilarious when people sacrifice their peace of mind to the cuisine gods. On the other hand, when her computer recently contracted a virus, sending early drafts of work instead of the final draft, her head, she said, nearly exploded like a popcorn kernel. Being there, the fact is, she says, all of us can eat soft pasta, correct computer errors, even fight an illness in panic or in peace. But choosing peace doesn't just happen. It's a skill that takes regular practice to master. Choose and use such a practice, whether it's prayer or simply clearing your mind. Though you may never reach Yoda level equanimity, devoting five minutes a day to telling yourself I am all right in this moment builds increasingly effective air conditioning into your body and mind. She continues by saying as she wraps up her chill principles that she's been to the bleary eyed burnout stage and she's here to attest that these simple suggestions work. They aren't difficult. Today, start grazing. Lie down for 10 minutes and just breathe. Unplug from the chaos of life long enough to connect with whatever calms you. Tonight, choose to sleep. Finishing that project or supervising that homework isn't worth your health, and you'll do it faster when you're rested anyway. In fact, everything works better when you stop playing Joan of Arc. Refuse to burn. Claim the time it takes to be happy. Everything you value will benefit as you learn to keep your cool. So I thought that was really interesting, her chill principles and what she talks about on the chopper.com site uh, with her chill principles. And the author is Martha Beck. And I really enjoyed it because when you go to chopper.com, there are different articles. But if you search for burnout, you'll probably come across this one. It's called Five Principles to Overcome Burnout. And I, I think it's really great, well-written, and uh, definitely gets to the point. And I've done all of those, and I know that they do work. Here's something, uh, a note from Canyon Ranch. Trouble sleeping? Eating the right foods can help get you rest again and stay healthy. More than you might expect, nutrition plays an important role in supporting restful sleep and a balanced mood. Eating regularly through the day, for example, help you regulate circadian rhythms to support daytime alertness and nighttime sleep. And a healthy balanced diet aids the body's ability to make the sleep pronounced, promoting, make the sleep promoting serotonin, dopamine, and melatonin. 
Adequate calcium, magnesium, iron, and B vitamins are all important nutrients for sleep enhancement. And here's where you'll find them. Calcium, milk, cheese, yogurt, fortified dairy alternatives, almonds, almond butter, artichokes, broccoli, kale, collards, turnip greens, sesame seeds, blackstrap molasses. Magnesium, spinach, Swiss chard, tofu, almonds, almond butter, pumpkin seeds, legumes, ground flaxseed, peanut butter, quinoa, endomime, brown rice, sweet potato, broccoli, iron, animal meats, egg yolks, legumes, nuts and seeds, leafy green vegetables, B vitamins, leafy greens, whole grains, nuts, B12, animal protein, and dairy products. And I know personally that it can be hard to try to get everything in. It's part of the reason why I follow the 2B mindset so carefully and uh, definitely use my Shakeology protein drink because it helps me get everything I need in. Um, and I'll talk more about what the advice from Canyon Ranch in just a minute. We're going to take a short break. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Okay, and thanks for uh, coming back. We are just talking about Candy Ranch's advice on uh, nutrition, helping you um, find out uh, restful sleep and a balanced mood. We talked about calcium, magnesium, iron, and B vitamins and where you can find them. Um, and next, next up, Kenny Ranch talks about some sleep disruptors. They say that alcohol disrupts, disrupts sleep quality and duration. It's initially sedating, yes, but as the brain goes into withdrawal, you may find yourself waking in the middle of the night. Generally, one drink disrupts sleep for two hours. That's five ounces of wine, 1.5 ounces of 80-proof liquor, or 12-ounce beer. One half bottle of wine can disrupt sleep for five hours. If you choose to drink, be mindful of the quantity and the timing, and don't use alcohol to help you fall asleep. Caffeine from coffee, soda, energy drinks, and some sport drinks is a stimulant that can interfere with sleep. Tea and chocolate contain similar stimulating compounds. Caffeine is also a diuretic, which may wake you up for nighttime trips to the bathroom. The timing and quantity of caffeine intake is important. A quarter of the caffeine you consume at 8 a.m. is still in your system at 10 p.m. Pay attention to how much caffeine you're consuming and know your individual tolerance. If you need to cut back, do it gradually to prevent headaches and fatigue. Consider these caffeine cutting strategies. Mix half regular and half decaffeinated coffee. Choose caffeine-free herbal teas. Drink mineral water or seltzer in place of carbonated beverages with caffeine. And what about sleep enhancers? You've heard of some of them. Tryptophan is an amino acid that may promote sleep and calm your mood. Tryptophan is converted in the brain to serotonin associated with mood stability and into the sleep hormone melatonin. 
to ensure that tryptophan passes through the blood-brain barrier. Include a carbohydrate-rich food with these tryptophan-rich foods. Milk and dairy products, turkey, chicken, eggs, oatmeal, bananas, fish, spinach, nuts and peanuts, pumpkin and sesame seeds, dates, figs, and honey, brown rice, soy, legumes. Try these tryptophan-rich snacks one or two hours before bedtime to boost melatonin. Small oatmeal cookie with a glass of milk, plain yogurt mixed with one tablespoon tart cherry juice concentrate, and a drizzle of honey, fruit yogurt with berries, natural nut butter on half a whole wheat English muffin, a glass of warm milk with vanilla, and a pinch of cinnamon. Melatonin is important in regulating your your wake sleep cycle and may help reduce risk of viral infection. Blue wavelength light, nicotine, and alcohol suppress melatonin production. Tart cherry juice contains melatonin. In one study, two ounces of tart cherry juice concentrate per day moderately improves sleep quality and quantity. Conventionally grown cherries are high in pesticides, so choose organic cherries, cherry juice when possible. Mix two ounces of tart cherry juice concentrate with water or seltzer and drink for two, drink one or two, two hours before bedtime. Try to meet all your nutrient needs through diet. I know I've talked about supplementation and it's simply because of my relationship with food, but certain supplements as helpful by, as recommended by your healthcare provider, like a naturopath or family doctor may also be helpful to achieve restful sleep. Magnesium and calcium, B-complex vitamins, melatonin. And just some practical things to consider about nutrition. Eat breakfast when you feel hungry and then eat every three to four hours. Pay attention to the quantity and timing of alcohol and caffeine intake. Avoid large meals two to three hours before bedtime. Avoid foods containing MSG, which can stimulate the nervous system. Avoid spicy meals at dinner. Limit gas-forming foods in the evening, such as legumes and gruesome vegetables. All these lists, it's because we live in a burnout society. Without even thinking of the words coming out of our mouths, we encourage working and doing it all with our family, friends, and coworkers. But to what end? All of my advice in this little podcast for rest is simply to encourage you to look at your daily life and see where you can find more sleep and find peace for your soul. But sometimes we get so busy, we forget to take care of ourselves. But what? Where is the common sense? We can't give everything our all. It's better to focus on a few things and organize our mind from the clutter and panic of working too long, too hard to a state of burnout. I know because I've been there. I refused to listen at first until I became so tired during the day I went to my naturopath and I went to Canyon Ranch in Tucson to seek Dr. Diane Downing's help. And I had to finish the business I had for five years I had and make a drastic, dramatic move to concentrate on me. I was very lucky I was able to do that. Whatever your choice may be, make it the right one for yourself. Get the sleep. Take the break. Go on the vacation. Downsize. Declutter. Bring calm to your mind and life. Yoga and meditation have proven scientific benefits. Start today. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Yours in health, Tara. This is the EWN Podcast Network.